You're listening to the Saturday Night Gaming Podcast, Project Paradox. Hope you enjoy. And welcome back to another action-packed episode brought to you by Saturday Night Gaming. This is Project Paradox. I'll be your GM, your narrator, and your guide through this wacky world. My name is Tony, and I'll go ahead and let you uh, get introduced to our wacky cast of characters and the people who play them. Uh, But first, I want to remind you to click like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget to tell all your friends and family about us. Go back and listen to some of our great podcasts of the past. Maybe even Gloom, Dawn of the Dark Star. Check it all out from the beginning. Get all the way here. Find out why we love and hate Stein so much. And uh, then uh, pick up uh, with where we're going to end off next week. Nope, not next week. Week after that. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? This will be the story that has an ending. You just don't know when it's coming. No, really, it does have an ending. Maybe. Maybe. All right, I'll go ahead and start at my right, let you introduce yourself, your character, and a little bit about what's going on with you, well, your character right now. Nobody wants to hear your personal problems. My name is Jessica. I'm playing Brigitte, and I just healed because I was almost dead, and uh, we're resting. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, I am... Zix Kinfang. I'm played by Dan. And we also play Zazzle Cogswiggle, who is my brother. Um, we are currently trying to figure out a portal that somehow just activated. And I'm sure I'm the one who did it. Zazzle. <laughs> uh, definitely was me. And, uh, meanwhile, Zix is standing around nursing his splinted arm that got crushed last time. That's also true. (laughs) Turns out rocks are heavy. They can be. Brigitte makes them look light. They are light. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm Ronnie. I'm playing Maziel DeGrain, also known as Bones. And also, maybe Thulgrim, if I remember correctly. He's here. We'll see what happens in this okay. this opening <laughs> segment. I but for the time being, yes. Yeah. For the time being. Oh, that's right. I'm Thulgrim. Thulgrim's still Um, Last time that we left him off, uh, they were... He was concentrating really hard... And he concentrated successfully <laughs> to get into where they wanted to go in the portal. Wait, are you saying that was you? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was me. Oh, I concentrated really hard. <laughs> Rolled successfully. Depending on the results. You can't have it. Those are my good rolls. <laughs> D- depending on the results, I'm going to say that was you. I mean, me. Uh, no, it was probably you. If it explodes, it was probably you. 
All right, so I'll go ahead and set the scene for y'all. You are in a, I mean, this is a technologically advanced room. Mm -hmm. Um, It wouldn't be like wallpaper and bright colors or anything. This would be like steel walls, uh, probably an area that would have before now been kept immaculate and free of any kind of dirt and debris and all that sort of stuff. However, being on the outside of this place, you also saw that it was torn apart. The station itself, this nexus port, was torn apart, Mm -hmm. crumbling down. Um, Once was a bustling uh, place for anybody to come from all across all realms. This is a center. So they could have come here and just like you, I think somebody put it uh, yeah. properly before, it's like an airport, but a realm port. It's a portal port. It's a portal port. Yeah. <laughs> a port of the realms. So whatever happened here that led it to such dismay and everything obviously did some damage in this port room itself, yeah. in, this, uh, in the Nexus bridge room, and led to Hadrian Graf trying to repair it. Because he was locked in there, away from the undead type creatures, uh, and now Zazzle Cogswiggle helping him out, trying to get it fixed and everything. But of course, Bones just walks over and grabs a hold of something. So what you would see uh, if you were just sitting there resting or splinting your arm or drinking your woes away, uh, if you looked up, you would see like two large curved structures in the center of the room that go up almost like two crescent moons on facing each other. Yep. They have a series of nodes that stick out from them mm-hmm. and electricity is now, or what you presume is electricity, it seems like live energy, is crackling forth from those nodes and shooting towards a center point, which is now exploding control explosion but exploding forth with ripples of black energy so I would say a shadow fire is the best way to uh, describe it it is a fire that looks dark and provides no illumination it almost provides lack of illumination in its presence (laughs) and it does not emit heat doesn't emanate heat, it emanates cold. Hmm. Uh, that's not what the one I worked on in the other lab did. Says. Right. Talking to uh, Graf. It's no, at no point in time has it reacted in such a way. I, I have gotten energy to flow before, I just have never been successful at creating a stable bridge. Uh, Bones, I think you did it wrong. Uh, try turning it off and back on. I want to try and go through it. Of course you are. <laughs> and you hear a voice. Mm-hmm. This, this is the path to power. In fact, I think you're still following the compel from class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's where you got all those poker chips from. 90 days sober and following orders from demon gods. (laughs) (laughs) 
as he walks through the portal. There's a fork. The Lord of the Flies is here. Don't walk the shadow the grows forth with little buzzing flies. <laughs> Don't no. walk through the portal with the fly. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum taught us that. <laughs> help me. Help me. That is true. It's a brumblebee. <laughs> and moving on. Yeah. Well, we have to turn the page. So you're just going to run through into the shadows? I'm just going to walk through it and see what happens. All right. Um, so for everyone else, you would you would definitely see the, the bone-faced sniper guy, as he's been called, uh, just casually walking into the center of this dark hole, this black hole. He is enveloped and gone. Zix is aware now being even more wise than he was before that we can't just let Bones go through a portal by himself. He seems to find trouble through portals. Much like the last one we went through that got us here. Mm -hmm. So if we don't stick together he was talking about killing gods, and I need to make sure that it's not the ones that are protecting our realm. I'm probably going to go ahead and... I probably would... say to the group that we need to go after him. Because... I believe we need to stick together. Don't split the party, as it were. Well, there doesn't seem to be much going on here. No. And if we can talk Graf into coming with us, maybe we'll have more answers once we get to the other side about where we are. Yeah. What would uh, what would Thalgrim think about all of this? <laughs> Where'd he go? He's <laughs> walking off like that. It's rude. That was rude. He probably wasn't hugged enough. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get enough hugs from his parents. Um, so, alright, so basically you're trying to convince the party to walk through with you yeah. to follow this guy because he might kill gods. You heard him talking about killing gods and there, there are, there are there's guys. Trium that keeps your realm safe. Yeah. And you haven't seen any of this destruction on your realm, so. Yeah. So obviously the gods have been doing something. All right. So as you're giving this pep talk, of course, you do hear this gigantic explosion. <laughs> that sounded gigantic. The entire station itself starts to rattle. Oh. Then, yeah, we should definitely yeah, go, go ahead and go. let's go through the portal. I'm over this place. <laughs> the, Whoa. the gas lines are already burning we should definitely go that sounds like we should see what's on the other side of this portal yeah I, I think we should now so the machinery you tell that there are several sparks and flames that are now starting to open up on the machinery uh -huh. as Hadrian Graf yells towards Zazzle like you have to stabilize those 
we have to keep these stable or that portal is going to consume us all and not in the way that we want it to. This is has to stay stable. Has Zazzle's infection spread anymore? It seems to be present. But it's, but it's mostly stabilized as far as you can tell. It doesn't me. seem like he's turning into a robot. No. Okay. But, um... So yeah, Hadrian's like running across the room trying to stabilize, extinguish some flames and stabilize things uh, as you hear this thud. Thud. <laughs> right at the door on the outside of the portal room. I'm gonna make a, I guess, tech check to try and stabilize the portal as much as I can. Okay. With Zazzle. Do a roll for Zazzle then. Do I still work off of my highest? For his end, yeah. Okay. That's a 19. Good, okay. Plus 13. So he'd be successfully on the other side of the room, basically doing mirroring what Hadrian's doing and, and stabilizing this machinery. As the door to this this room that you're in, this access bridge door, starts to warp inward. As you see black claws that are now starting to pry through where the door has sealed itself. It's starting to pry through and pull the door apart. Um, as Zix, I would like to try and use my sword to take a swipe at the claws. See if I can make it back off. All right, Birgitta. Um, I'm gonna see what happens because I'm obviously gonna wait and see what happens with this claw thing. Thulgrim see, would Thulgrim see this? Yes, he sees. Well, he and I should roll initiative then. It makes sense, roll initiative. Okay. Or so, whatever you had, or that's a seventeen on that. Uh, I rolled a. We'd go off of decks for initiative, so that would be eighteen. Fourteen, you got me. Okay. You go first. I rolled a seventeen plus nine plus three, so twenty-nine on the swipe. All right, what's your damage? Uh, four. All right. So as Thulgrim turns, this big towering barbarian of a man with now brains turns <laughs> and looks at this door and he sees like this worthy opponent starting to claw into the door. Then all of a sudden something runs off of his shoulder and leaps forth, cartwheeling down with his blade as he slices into one of the talons, cutting one of the fingers free. Or tips of the finger or whatever. It might just be the, the fingernail. Who knows? The claw. <laughs> but it cuts one of them as it starts to like rip back and then roars. And you can hear the whole room vibrating from the roar. Probably kind of impressed. I don't know how Fogrum feels about <laughs> masculine midgets with malevolent melee. That was quite terrifying. A small fellow of high power. Thank you. Uh, big guy, if you can keep him from coming in. 
But I want him to come in. Uh-oh. <laughs> I go over there, open the door to let him in. Ah! All right, to face him. So, Thalgrim walks past you, probably stealing up, his flesh turning into metal. Makes a tink-tink noise as he walks past. And then he pries the doors open, throws them back, and steps forth as he looks at the... Basically, like looking down the barrel of a gun. There is a large beastie. I mean, sludgy black. It looks like whatever all of those people that were oh. zombified... Mm-hmm. All, all of black the sludge. black sludge that was being released from them as they were dying, except for the ones that were evaporated, yeah. uh, has congealed into this large, roaring beast of sludge and blackness. Pure hatred and anger into form. Except for this one little claw that fell down behind you. I beams. <laughs> All right, so give me a roll for that. Hmm. This is how we're going tonight. Try different dice since yours have been rolling bad. <sighs> Poor Thalgrim. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you. Well, we're going to find out what happens with Thulgrim in the next episode. Or not. Roll to one. So, as Thulgrim steps through the doors, he's pried them open. He steps through the doors. Uh-huh. He steps past that talon that was severed free. Yeah. And you see it become alive. Oh. As it forms into an entity behind him and basically raises from the ground. This big, bulky, almost mirroring him as a shadow entity. And as he begins to brighten, his eyes begin to illuminate to let loose onto this large dragon thing. He's tackled from behind. So he, he starts to eye blast, and I'm like, no! Oh. <laughs> the the Fire, electricity grew into a thing. It's like sludge. And then tackled him. Yes. Yeah. We're not talking a fingernail, though. Well... I guess. It was a claw. Called a fingernail. A talon is a fingernail. But it would be a fingernail as big as Zix. That then became a little sludge and then grew to mirror its enemy. That's gross. Now, electricity starts sparking across the room again. Hadrian yells out, If y'all are going to do anything, you have to do it now. I cannot keep this portal stable for much longer. Fulcrum, we've got to go. You'd look out and you'd basically see him like pouring light beams out of his eyes into like one big creature while pounding away on this other creature and there's sludge starting to wrap around him and he's just pounding away. Can I try to assist with my psychokinesis to basically shove it away towards the wall on the opposite side? I'm not going to stop you from trying. I'm worried that since he's in the middle of it, I might also hit him. Is the problem? I think he'll be fine. Well, considering the dice, maybe. Plus three. So thirteen plus thirteen is twenty-six. Correct. 
so that is my psychokinesis roll to try and help him break the hold that the sludge has. So you'd basically run towards the doorway and you're just putting pouring just, forth all ah! your mental energy. Yeah. <clears throat> we gotta so, go. Give gonna, me a roll for I'm run after wisdom. Him. I'm gonna go with him. <laughs> I want the one right now. Oh boy. So I'm going to go with a 27. Uh huh. Just the wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. 27. All right. So as you lash out, you feel like something's, you're like hitting a wall. Uh huh. And then you feel something creep back in as you pull back. Okay. So as you hit, and you're like, oh no, like you push too far one way, so you begin to recoil, something creeps back in with you. It uh, feels like cold. It's like an ice cream headache creeping uh, across the uh, frontal cerebral portion of your brain. Fun. Um, now before I finish that out, so she's rushing in behind you. Uh -huh. What you would see is... going through the portal, right? No, he was running towards the door. I was to trying try to. Oh, to I want to go towards Thalgar. the portal. You're going towards the portal because I, I had told yeah, everybody but... that's probably where we need to go. I'm helping Thulgrim trying to get to the portal, so it's probably good to go ahead and start trying to get out. All right. So if you're looking towards the portal, way. yeah, I originally my original plan was to go through the portal. So then, give me a roll on dexterity as something around. Four foot five, 180 pounds is flying directly at you. Um, 88 pounds. 88 pounds. Really? That's yeah. it? Okay. I felt like he was really dense. All right. Something it's is flying. He's not a dwarf. He's a gnome. Exactly. But he's a muscly gnome. To be fair, I do have reactive armor, so I might actually weigh 108. What am I doing? You're Dex. rolling decks. 13 plus 9 plus 1. So 14 plus 9, which is 23. Okay. Alright. So why not? Unless I'm rolling defense. You're not defensive against him. He's just flying at you. Okay. But you would be able to react and grab him gotcha. before he crashes into the wall or the portal itself. Huh. Let's go through this portal. Of course, as you look at him, his eyes are kind of rolled in the back of his head. He's unconscious? No. Just experiencing a really bad migraine. Okay, you want to go through this portal? Huh? Portal thingy right uh, here. Let's go. Ow. Girl, hurry! Get him through the portal now! Okay. I don't know how much longer Zazzle and I can hold it together. I'm going. I'm just going to leave Solve. I'm sorry. I really like you, though. Did I do enough to actually help Thulgrim? As you're trying to like get your vision to stabilize again, yeah, and you're looking as she's basically she's, carrying you. She's holding me like this. Yeah, you look and see Thulgrim as he's like pounding away, and then you hear this. I'll help you. 
as this large blonde man with a gigantic sword jumps down and the two of them start hacking and slashing at this black sludge monster as you would recognize him as Magni that just helped you before. So he hadn't made it through the portal yet. He had not completely walked away. Okay. Um, We're going through the portal. I'm glad that they're able to help each other. Big muscle men tend to do so. Mm -hmm. I I will be fine. I'll let her lead me towards the portal with my migraine. All right, so she steps through, um, and blackness consumes. It's pretty. Hello, darkness, my And that's actually what you hear. No. (laughs) Um, As you're walking through, it would almost sound like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. A constant screech of metal in a car accident, just like that kind of a grind, shrill noise that seems to be amping up as you're going further and further in, the coldness grabbing hold of your very soul until all of a sudden it is nothing but blinding light. You can hear the chirping of some sort of insects, rustling of leaves, smell of grass, Damp bark. Uh, roll to see if we're in Kansas. I mean, yeah. sorry. Uh, sure. Find out if you're in Kansas. Um, it's a 14 plus 13 for perception. So 27 again. You aren't in Kansas. But you are on Kandra. You recognize your home turf. Yeah. And she spent so long here that she would actually recognize the feeling of the tectonic soil. So she recognizes that we're back. And if you look around, you would still see about five yards ahead of you Mm -hmm. in the brush. His bones. His bones. He seems to be steadily walking forward into the woods. Well, we need to catch up with him. Um, has the portal actually closed? You don't actually see a portal. Oh. It's like it just popped you out here, but there doesn't seem to be an open, active portal. And Zazzle and Graf haven't come through, neither is uh, Thulgrim or Magni. That's great. Uh... And of course, Sam is still missing. Yeah. Tom Thumb and John the Red. We've lost most of our allies here. Uh, hey, wait up. But the portal appears to have closed as soon as it About dumped us out. Five yards. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, yo, wait up. Run to catch up. You hear her yelling towards you. Five yards isn't that far. Oh, five yards. Oh, okay. Yeah, here to the chair. Oh, you found me. Huh. Well, it wasn't hard. We went through the same portal, which appears to have closed. Did the big guy make it through? Doesn't seem to have. No, but the other big guy with the big sword was helping him when we left. Helping him with what? Fight the sledge thing. What sledge thing? 
a big sludge that thing that grew out of some right fingernail. Oh, that sucks. That happened. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure it was yep. waiting for you to leave before it attacked. That'd wait for me to leave, too. <laughs> <laughs> where, so, where are you headed? So, where are we going? Yeah. You seem to have a plan. Mm. There are gods here that I want to kill. Uh, but these gods are protecting this realm. Mm, not all of them. Alright, so give me... I mean, Sam's... Give me a roll on your con. Sam's technically not a god. He says he's not, but people believe he is. Okay. <laughs> I need a chair so I can actually just sit at the table. <laughs> I just want to see what happens, so I'm just going to let this happen. <laughs> I rolled another nap one. Oh. You good? He's just collecting these chips. He wants. I think he wants all the favors built up for like the final. Yeah. Final boss fights. <laughs> He's like, oh. Oh, I rolled poorly in the boss fight? That's okay, I have chips. <laughs> Excuse me while I make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> like half the red stack of chips is gone. It's gone, yeah. 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 This is how much more he can fail. That's a lot. Now, if you finish off He all wants of all of these so that like, when he comes in for the beginning of a session, I just pick up the stack and like hand it to him like this. Now, if you finish off all of your sleeve, your character dies. This is like the only way that Bilbo Baggins gets through the cavern with Smaug is that he actually had an entire stack of chips. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so you're letting it go. Yeah, I'm letting it go. All right, so you would feel an intense cramp in your arm as everything locks up, pain shooting through into your chest. And a voice booming in your head. I can smell it. They're around here somewhere. I, I can smell it too. They think they're gods. But they don't realize that they're just dead men waiting. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take care of that problem. What do you say, Bonehead? Let's kill him. Alright, so you would hear him just say, let's kill him. And then you see his body go rigid, and then he just starts fast-paced walking into a singular direction, into the woods. And the last thing I said to him was, they're protecting this realm. And he just says, let's kill him. Huh. And right. rushes on me, well. like, fast-walking, like, like a married mom walking through the mall for exercise walking. Power walk. Strutting like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The entire reason I joined the order I did was because I thought they were doing things wrong. But 
they were still protecting the realm. Okay. And the realm is what's important to me and my brother because it's our home. Okay. He's even seemingly sacrificed himself just to get you back here. Yeah. Seemingly. Seemingly. I'm going to try and use my psychokinesis to slam him to the ground and see if I can get the gauntlet off of his hand. Are you convinced that the gauntlet would be wise doing this? He started trying to kill God, or saying he was going to kill God's after he picked up the gauntlet and put it on. Okay. So... I... think... Well... Would I understand the idea of cursed objects? I have two into magic. Two in magic? Yeah. You would know that the cackles on the back of your neck raise up, I would assume, but you could try rolling. I'm going to see if I would understand the idea of a cursed object. I knew that it was probably something bad whenever he put it on, or I wouldn't have used the precog, but it didn't appear to do anything at the time. So I'm going to roll to see if I've figured out that that's actually what it was. All right, go ahead. That's a 17. Total? To understand that it's... It gives you the willies. Yeah. To... Um, yeah, you would understand that whatever it is that he's got on his hand is giving you the willies. Like, it's all the cackles on the back of your neck are standing up. Mm-hmm. And you are frightened of it. It gives you that cold feeling in your gut. Yeah, I'm going to try and use my psychokinesis to slam him to the ground and see if I can rip that off of his hand. Okay, you can roll for that. <laughs> That's a. I rolled a two. Uh huh. Plus 16, so 18. I guess that would probably be contested. But. 18? No, I mean. Total? For the slam, yeah. Right. Alright. So you would be able to feel pressure. Under pressure. It would definitely be something that you could react to. <laughs> so you would do that with, well, just physique, I guess. Strength and physique if you wanted to. Because really you're just pushing your way through against something. That's not an epic failure, so I don't get a chip. I know the feeling. <laughs> strength. Mm. But do you then use a chip? 
Unless you can think of another way that you roll to defy an unseen force. There is no other way to roll. That's the unseen force. <sighs> 11 altogether. Against 18? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it would slam you to the ground. You're basically prone right now. Um, you hear the other voices in your head like, Who dares do this to us? Who, who do they think they are? Get up, laddie. It's time to fight back. Show me your teeth. And you don't hear any of that. Yeah. And you I haven't mean, like tried to warp into his brain or anything, have you? I don't have that. Lucky. Uh, I uh, move over to try and pull it off of his hand. All right. So as you shuffle away, too, you actually hear something strange behind you uh-huh. as the ground begins to grumble. And you look back and you notice that Birgitta seems to be fading away into the soil itself. Her eyes rolled back into her head as she does enchantments and speaks to uh-huh. the soil itself. And is just... She fades into the ground. Right. I'm going to have to deal with that in a minute. But right now I need to stop the guy who's already said that he's going to kill our gods. <laughs> Trion and theoretically the archangels. Alright, hang tight. Or We're going to put a pause. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many chips I can collect. <laughs> And we are back. Okay, so you just rolled. I have not rolled actually the physical pulling the gauntlet off. Okay, so you're rushing over to try and get the gauntlet off of him now. Mm. Alright, so you've seen Birgitta has basically blended into the soil she's fused into the ground yeah disappeared from your sight and but you realize that you've put him down and you feel I, rushed I need to take care of this first and okay. then I'll try and figure out where she went okay so you rush over and you're going to try to take the gauntlet off of her yeah alright so both of you Roll against your magic. Okay. Okay. So give a roll and fuse it with whatever your magic points are. Could you be five? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty altogether. And you were five all together? Yeah. Oh. All right, if so... I didn't be five, I was going to be sad. <laughs> Considering 12 is your base. Yeah. You rush over and you grab a hold of it. Yeah. And 
that same cold, dark fire mm -hmm. lashes out from it against you oh. and sends you recoiling back, just blasts you back and you're skidding across the ground. Uh -huh. um, definitely hurts. And what's the... The gauntlet was five. All right, so what's your DR at? Uh, I probably wasn't wielding the weapon, so it would be three. Okay, so two would go in as far as damage. Uh -huh. And it would also intensify that dark pain inside your skull that you have. From trying to lash out at the ooze creature, the dark creature. Yeah. This makes sense because I already wasn't operating at best, and I just exerted myself to try and slam him to the ground. <laughs> yeah, steal a magical object that was giving you the willies and just grabbed a hold of it. I probably lost concentration on the slam to. So, all of a sudden, the pressure lets go. All right, so you're back on your feet. There's no pressure holding you down any further. Uh, but you notice that he's flying away from you. It's not something that you intentionally did to him. And Brigitte is gone. Would you care uh, that he was even trying? He's not a god. I don't care. <laughs> stands back up, continues walking. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, he just he does. He just stands back up, and it's like uh, watching Arnold in Terminator. He's just steadily walking, cold intentions. Um, as you do this. You, it'd be like agitation and excitement put together, like being on a hunt. Your patience is wearing thin, but you know that you have to have it. You have to move slow and cold in order to get on the target, but you're also excited about it. At the same time, it's almost like you're salivating from the idea of being on this kind of a hunt. And you don't know how much of that is you and how much that is these other voices that seem to be in your mind. Emanating from the gauntlet itself. But as you walk through the darkness, you do hear the sound that your feet make as they hit the ground. It's not the crumble and crunch of leaves, dry leaves anymore. It is now a squelch, almost like you're stepping into thick sludge, mud. The smell is not damp wood anymore. It's more like putrid, stagnant waste. Am I back in that district again? <laughs> Hmm. 
So was and I able to get up and follow him? Yeah, you're not like this disoriented to the point that you couldn't follow. I'm probably following at a semi-safe distance so that I can still see him, keep an eye on him, basically, because okay. I've realized that I can't actually stop him without help. Okay. But I feel like I should still be there to witness whatever's about to happen. Otherwise, I won't be able to limit the damage. All right. Of course, you do notice that, I mean, it's the, the wood that you're going into is thicker. The canopy's thicker. Um, everything seems to have more of a damp feel to the air, more darkness. It's not the place that we went the first time. Brigida's home. You are in that forested area. Okay. But that's a large yeah. forested area. This seems to be not as much tall redwood trees, more like mossy overgrowth and weeping willow type trees. Okay. There is still a full canopy overhead that's blocking out the sun, but... But it feels like that same forest. Yes. It seems like where you started was similar. Okay. She seemed to know it. So she's probably gone back to her home. Mayhaps. To let them know what's happening. Yes, you may be in trying my, to defend people. In my wisdom. Okay. Or reason. I hope you liked this week's episode of Project Paradox. If you did, make sure to head on over to our website at www.saturdaynightgamingllc.com and check out all of our other content. Also, make sure to like, share, and subscribe on all of our social media platforms. And as always, I hope you have a fantastic week. Until next time, this is Laura Hibbert with Saturday Night.